0: You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg. WHMP.
1: We are so lucky in this region to have uh, the museums that we have available to us. In particular, we have in Northampton, the Smith College Museum of Art, which is just a wonderful museum. that has been made even more wonderful because it's been made accessible to all of us, regardless of our ability to pay, and we're going to talk about that. And... Others with the director, Jessica Nickel of Smith College Museum of Art. But this is Black History Month, and we also have right around the corner is Valentine's Day. And I think, Jessica Nickel, you have a pretty interesting exhibit right now at the Smith College Museum of Art. I think you call it a pop-up museum uh, exhibit. So what is a pop-up exhibit, and can you tell uh, us about this one?
2: I sure can, um, and Bill. Thanks for the invitation to be here. It's lovely to talk to you it's and uh, to have this okay. chance. To...
1: I, I confuse myself with Bill all the time, but this is Buzz. We are
2: talking. Oh, to. oh, Buzz. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> um, uh, it's lovely to talk to you and to have this chance to extend an invitation to listeners to visit the museum this weekend and and particularly this evening. Uh, we have brought back our popular Second Fridays programming when the museum is open as part of Northampton's Art Night Out from 4 to 8 p.m. and uh, this this second Friday today uh, is celebrating both Black History Month and anticipating Valentine's Day. So visitors will have a chance to do some art making, um, making cards for themselves and their loved ones. And then we have a pop-up exhibition in our second floor uh, study center for prints, drawings, and photographs. Uh, It's an exhibition titled Black Art and Love, and it will be on view just today and tomorrow. So visitors to the museum this weekend can see a show that was actually curated by Black faculty and staff at Smith College. Um, what Something that people, I think, maybe don't know is that the deepest area of the art museum's collection is in prints, Drawings and Photographs, Works of Art and Paper. Um, Our collection dates from the Middle Ages to the contemporary moment and uh, has more than 24,000 things in it. And so we've got this beautiful and recently renovated space on the second floor of the museum called the Cunningham Center for the Study of Prince Drawings and Photographs, where anybody can come and ask to see works um, from that aspect of the collection. And one of the ways that we've been using that renewed space is with these pop-up thematic exhibitions where we collaborate with members of the community to pull works around a theme, and this month's theme is Black Art and Love.
1: I want to explore a little bit about the Smith College Museum of Art has made a commitment to becoming more accessible to people, and um, it's just a a wonderful turn of events uh, that so many of us have been celebrating. Can, Can you tell us about how that happened and what people should know about the museum.
2: So uh, we're so excited to be able to eliminate the barrier of an admission fee for all visitors. It's something that's been a goal of mine ever since I came to the museum in 2005, but uh, a challenging one. It was a fact that the fees from admissions provide a provided a really important form of operating support for all of our other programming. But through the generosity of two graduates of Smith College, two women um, named Jane Timkin and Jan Golan, they made a gift of funds that essentially is providing us with replacement funding for those operating um, dollars that used to come from admission, so the sort of prepaying admission for everybody, and have allowed us to take down the uh, the admission fee. We we made that change actually last summer, but we've been rolling it out and introducing expanded programming and expanded communications across this year, and it's really been thrilling to see people um, come back in increased numbers and with a lot of appreciation for having. Um, having access to what's really a world-class art collection sitting in the middle of Northampton.
1: Has it increased traffic at the museum by having uh, no-cost admission?
2: It has, and it's it's an interesting moment for us. Uh, we're still, or we have been, I wouldn't say necessarily. we've been... Um, rebuilding after the disruption of the COVID-19 pandemic. So Smith and and the campus closed to the public and the museum was closed from March of 2020 until August of 2021. We were still providing access through digital programming and, and doing that work, but people couldn't physically visit the museum. And so the path from there to here has been a slow one of reopening and really being quite careful, frankly, about thinking about how we invited people back making sure that we were protecting their health and safety. So, for example, last year we weren't doing large group programming because we didn't want to encourage people to be together in in, um, densely populated indoor spaces. Uh, So, at any rate, uh, because of that, our attendance numbers have been pretty low in recent years, about half of what we would normally see. But this year, since announcing the um, invitation for everybody to visit the museum without paying an admission fee. We almost immediately saw an uptick of about 40% in attendance in September and October and November, and then it was up by 75% in December. So we are definitely seeing um, really unbelievably healthy numbers and we're excited to see where we land at the end of the year, but we look like we're on a track to be back at levels that were more normal for us before the pandemic.
0: I'd like to ask a question about the accessibility of the uh, collections or collections that the Smith College Museum of Art has because you have thousands and thousands of objects and paintings and drawings and sketches and uh, sculptures and it goes on and on and on. And I'm wondering if those, th- those collections that are not out on display at any given time are available for either review or study or access from members of the community.
2: They are. That's a great question. Thanks for asking. So, the collection of the um, art museum numbers about 28,000 artworks, maybe a little bit more than that. And as I was saying, 28,000? 20 wow. Um, dating from antiquity to the present time. And uh, as I mentioned, more than 24,000 of those, so more than 80% of the collection are works of art on paper. And one of the issues with works of art on paper is they're fragile. They're fragile to be handled, and they're also typically pretty vulnerable to exposure to light, meaning that they fade or the paper they're on can become discolored or embrittled. And so as part of our commitment to preserving those things, we're quite careful about their display. So, uh, but so that's one consideration. And then just another thing that I'll say is this is a collection that's been built by Smith College with a core purpose of supporting teaching and learning and scholarship. And so that question of access is critical to the way that we work. So we make a point that our collection is entirely physically accessible on on campus. And uh, Bill, you look like you're going to ask a question. Yeah, I want
0: want to ask more about that. I want to know whether or not there is particular attention given to trying to incorporate and acquire the work of women artists?
2: There is. um, And so we're very interested as part of the kind of the change that we're working to nurture at the museum in making sure that we're not just telling the same stories that have been told throughout history, but we're being really attentive to particularly stories that have been marginalized or under recognized and so the museum has had a deep commitment to collecting the work of what we would call sort of historically underrepresented artists for a long time um, particularly women and artists of color that frankly is easier to do in a contemporary context, but we also are being attentive to doing that work in the historical acquisitions that we're making. And so, for example, bought a pair of Renaissance um, marriage portraits uh, by a woman artist, and have been buying a lot of beautiful drawings by women artists. So that's an area of the collection um, that's that's growing and that is is deep and strong. So to your question about access, our collection is to use maybe museum jargon searchable or discoverable through an online database so anybody can look and see what we have there are there's descriptive material and often images of what's on view or what's in the collection and then Certainly for the works of art on paper, they're held in a study center. So anybody can make an appointment and say, you know, I wanna come in and see the Van Gogh drawings or the Carrie Mae Weem photographs and our staff will pull them out and they'll be sitting there for you. Larger things like paintings and sculpture, it's a little bit more complicated to provide access for those, but but we do that certainly for scholars and researchers and, and students and faculty.
1: Director Jessica Nickel, um, I'm curious about the relationship between the art museum and the art department at Smith, particularly with respect to curation, is there a connection between what's being taught, what's being studied, and what's on exhibit at a particular time at the museum?
2: It's a great question, Uh, and it's a complicated question. I would say the short answer is yes. Um, We make sure that as we're developing exhibitions and planning to change gallery installations that we're communicating with faculty and helping them anticipate what will be on view and think about how it can connect to what they're teaching. We also have a space in the museum down in the lower level called the Teaching Gallery, which is an uncurated, unprogrammed space that is available all the time for work to be brought out on view that's being used in classes. And we also have two classrooms behind the scenes where art can be pulled into class sessions. So again, that goal of access for teaching is a key one. Uh, Something that we're proud of is that certainly the art faculty are perhaps our deepest and closest partners in teaching, but the collection is integrated into teaching in pretty much every discipline across campus. We see deep use by faculty, not only in the humanities, but also the sciences and the social sciences. Um, For many, many years, for example, the the chemistry course for non-majors has been taught entirely out of the museum's collection in a course called the chemistry of art that thinks about chemical principles and looking at the interaction of artist materials. So um, the collection is deeply embedded in the teaching that happens at Smith.
0: Well, tonight is arts night out. And what I would love to hear about is if I go to the Smith College Museum of Art tonight and I walk in, what am I going to see? We'll find out right after this. More Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg coming up right here on WHMP. You're listening to Talk the Talk with Bill Newman and Buzz Eisenberg, WHMP.
1: And we're continuing our conversation with Director Jessica Nickel of Smith College Museum of Art. And before uh, we took that moment, Bill, you were asking about Arts Night Out and what you would be seeing if you went to the Smith College Museum of Art tonight. Right,
0: right, which is kind of an indirect way of saying what are the exhibits that we are. Uh, going to be uh, given the pleasure of viewing when we walk in. How long are they up for? How do you decide? If it's a whole, There's a lot of embedded questions in there, but let's start with tonight. I walk in, what am I going to see?
2: So tonight is an exciting uh, arts night out because uh, not only do we have the pop-up exhibit that I was talking about, Black Art and Love, which is in our Cunningham Center, but we also just opened last week a new exhibition called Painting the Persianate World. And this is a show I'm so. Um, and pleased to be able to share with the community it's a project that was curated by our curator of asian art Yao Wu, in collaboration with a professor of islamic art at amherst college yael rice and they've been working on it for about four years really deeply studying the museum's collection of indian and iranian manuscript paintings and related materials including painted ceramics and textiles and they've it's just a, a a view into an under I think studied and appreciated area of our collection and also into a whole other world in history. It's material that was made between the 13th and the 19th century, these jewel like, uh, manuscript paintings that tell, um, classic myths and stories. And, uh, and, and it's just a beautiful and inviting exhibition.
0: It sounds amazing. And what I am curious about, is that the kind of, uh, Uh, art that is contributed to the museum or is this the kind of art that the museum has to go out and with its own funds acquire?
2: So that's a great question. We do develop our collection in both ways but I think almost everything in this exhibition came through GIFT. Um, uh, uh, So and and it kind of accumulated over time, and and into something that has accrued as a real area of strength. And so, Yao and Yael really did deep work on um, making sure that these works were pa- properly cataloged and described. I mean, they're from Iran and Pakistan, or you know, modern-day Iran, Pakistan, Afghanistan, India. So they represent other cultural traditions and very you know ones that require real expertise to interpret.
0: And do you? Uh, bring out from the collection everything over a certain amount of time? Or is this something that might appear uh, open to the public, uh, readily accessible to the public when we walk in on a yearly basis, every decade? Tell us a bit about that, if you would.
2: So this particular exhibition is material that hasn't been seen deeply probably since the 1980s, and the collection has grown substantially since then. So we've shown you know, individual works or small clusters of works, but this deep dive into this aspect of the collection, this is the first time in a long time. Uh, and one of the things we try to do through these special exhibitions is both take the opportunity to generate new knowledge about areas of our collection and then make it visible so people know that it's there and then can, you know, can ask to come back and see it if there's, if they want to return to things after they've come off of you.
0: And how long will this exhibit be?
1: You know front and center is
2: part so it of... just opened and it's on view under the summer i think it closes in july
1: yeah i'm looking at your website it says july 7th and that is painting the persianate world That's painting the per-
2: persianate world so that idea of Persianate is is thinking about um it's a it's a kind of a modern historical term thinking about a cultural region uh, where there was a transmission of ideas and a kind of a development of style across this period of centuries, a a region that spanned roughly from modern day Iran over to Afghanistan and India. And um, the the show particularly is thinking about portability. These were um, manuscript paintings, painted ceramics, painted textiles, things that people carried with them. And in doing that, they were um, introducing stories introducing image making introducing cultural habits like ways of eating and ways of dressing and you can see that transmission of ideas uh, across this Persianate region in the from the roughly 13th through the 19th century
1: and there are of course other exhibits at the smith college uh, museum of art i remember seeing the asian art last summer um i think figuration and abstraction i think that it's called just an extraordinary Collection and there's a Beyond the Museum art on Smith's campus, which is also worth seeing. I am just so grateful to Smith College, so grateful to you to making this accessible to every accessible to everybody in our community. It's a jewel. So, um, last word. What are your hours? When can people come into the museum, Jessica?
2: So we're open from 11 to 4 uh, every day except for Monday. And we are open on the second Friday of the month until 8 p.m. So we hope people will come free all the time. The other thing I should just say tonight, to the question of what we experience, we always have hands-on art-making activities on second Friday. So it's an evening that's really, really fun for um, visitors of all ages. So,
1: Thank you so much, Jess- Jessica Nichols. Thank you so much, Smith College, making this wonderful museum and- available to all of us. And thank you for joining us today. Everybody, we'll be back.